0: Welcome to the Come Follow Me Read Along, an informal reading of the scripture passages that go along with the weekly study curriculum of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. With generous permission from Thomas Wayman, the BYU Religious Study Center, and Deseret Book, I'll be reading today's chapters from Thomas Wayman's translation, which is titled The New Testament, a New Translation for Latter day Saints. This is the week of July 8 through 14, and we're reading. Acts chapters 6 through 9. So let's jump in with Acts chapter 6. In those days, when a number of disciples was growing, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve called together the body of disciples and said, "It is not right for us to disregard the Word of God to serve tables, therefore choose from among you brothers, seven men who are held in high regard, full of the Spirit and wisdom, whom we can appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and the service of the Word. And the decision pleased the entire group, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicolaus, a proselyte from Antioch. And they stood before the apostles, And they laid their hands on them and prayed, and the word of God spread, and the number of disciples increased greatly in Jerusalem, and a large group of priests were obedient to the faith. Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people, but some from the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, both Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and those from Cilicia and Asia, stood and argued with Stephen but they were not able to resist the wisdom and spirit with which he spoke. Then they secretly influenced some men to claim, We have heard this man speaking words of blasphemy against Moses and God. So they stirred up the people and the elders and scribes. Then they approached him, and they arrested him, and led him to the council. They put forward false witnesses who said, This man does not cease to say things against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that Jesus the Nazarene will destroy this place and change the customs that Moses gave to us. All who were sitting in the council stared at him and saw his face like the face of an angel. And the high priest said, Are these things true? Then Stephen replied, Men, brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Go out from your country and relatives, and go to the land that I will show you. Then he departed from the land of the Chaldeans and dwelt in Haran. He lived there until after his father died, and then God moved him to this land where you now live. But God did not give it to him as an inheritance, not even a foot of ground. And he promised to give to him as his property and to his children after him, even though Abraham did not yet have a child. God spoke to him in this manner. His descendants will be foreigners in a land belonging to others who will enslave them and mistreat them for 400 years. And I will punish the nation that made them serve, God said. And after that, they will come out and worship me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And Abraham became the father of Isaac. And he circumcised him on the eighth day. And Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob became the father of the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, and sold him into Egypt; but God was with him. And he rescued him from all his trials, and gave him grace and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he established him as a ruler over Egypt, and over all his house. Then a famine came upon all of Egypt and Canaan, and with it great suffering, and our fathers did not find any food. When Jacob heard that there was wheat in Egypt, he sent our fathers there on their first visit. On the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family was made known to Pharaoh. So Joseph sent and summoned his father Jacob and all his relatives, seventy-five people in total. And Jacob went down to Egypt. And he died there along with our ancestors. And they were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had purchased for a sum of money from the sons of Hamor in Shechem. Just as the time drew near for God to fulfill the promise made to Abraham, even so to the people in Egypt grew a number, until another king ruled in Egypt who did not know Joseph. He treated our ancestors with deceit, forcing them to abandon their infants so that they would not survive. At this time Moses was born, and he was pleasing to God. For three months he lived in his father's house, and when he was abandoned, Pharaoh's daughter took him in, and raised him as her own son. So Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful in his words and actions. When he was forty years old, it entered his heart to visit his brothers and sisters, the Israelites. When he saw one of them being hurt unjustly, he defended him and avenged the injured man by striking down the Egyptian. He thought his countrymen would understand that God was rescuing them through his hand, but they did not understand. The next day, he saw some of them fighting, and he tried to make peace between them, saying, Men, brothers, why are you hurting one another? But the man who was unjustly hurting his brother pushed him aside, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me in the same way you killed the Egyptian yesterday? At this, Moses fled and was a resident alien in the land of Midian, where he also became the father of two sons. After forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the desert of Mount Sinai in the flame of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight, and when he drew near to investigate, there came a voice from the Lord. I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Moses began to shake and did not dare to look further. But the Lord said to him, Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have certainly seen the mistreatment of my people in Egypt, and I have heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them. Come now, I will send you into Egypt.' This was the same Moses whom they rejected when they said, Who made you a ruler and judge? God made him a ruler and liberator through the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. He led them out and performed wonders and signs in the land of Egypt, at the Red Sea, and in the desert for forty years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. He is the one who was in the congregation in the desert with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our ancestors and who received the living revelations to give to us. Our ancestors did not want to obey him, but they pushed him aside and they turned back to Egypt in their hearts, saying to Aaron, make gods for us who will lead the way for us. For this Moses, who led us from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has happened to him. In those days, they made a calf, offered a sacrifice to the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their hands. But God turned away from them, and gave them to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets, Did you offer to me, house of Israel, slain animals and sacrifices for forty years in the wilderness? But you took the tent of Moloch, the star of your god Rephan, and the images that you made to worship, so I will banish you to live in Babylon." Our ancestors had the tabernacle of testimony in the desert, just as God spoke to Moses and commanded him to make it according to the type that Moses had seen. Our ancestors received it and brought it in with Joshua when they drove out the nations that God removed before our ancestors. The tabernacle tabernacle was there until the time of David, who found favor before God and asked that he might find a permanent place for the house of Jacob, although Solomon built a house for him. But the Most High does not live in houses made by hands, as the prophet says. The heaven is thy throne, and the earth is my footstool. What type of house will you build for me, says the Lord? And where is my place of rest? Did my hand not make all these things? You stiff-necked people, and uncircumcised of heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your ancestors did. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? They killed those who foretold the coming of the righteous one, of whom you have become his betrayers and murderers, you who received the law given through angels, but did not obey it. When they heard these things, they were enraged in their hearts, and they ground their teeth at him. But being filled with the Holy Spirit, he looked into heaven, and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, and said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. They cried out in a loud voice, and covered their ears, and rushed against him as a group, and they dragged him out of the city, and they began to stone him, and the witnesses laid their cloaks at the feet of a young man named Saul, and they stoned Stephen while he prayed, saying, Lord, Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees, and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not count this sin against them after he said this he died and Saul was in agreement with the decision to kill him and now acts chapter 8 on that day a severe persecution began against the church in Jerusalem and all with the exception of the apostles were forced to flee to the countryside of Judea and Samaria some godly men buried stephen and mourned him loudly but Saul was devastating the church, entering house after house, carrying off men and women and putting them in prison. Those who had been forced to flee traveled around, teaching the word. And Philip went to a city in Samaria and began declaring Christ to them. And the crowd paid close attention to what was said by Philip, listening to and watching the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, after crying out loudly, came out of many who were possessed, And many others who were paralyzed or ill were healed. So there was great joy in that city. A man named Simon had practiced magic in that city and amazed the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great. All of them, from the smallest to the greatest, said, This man is called the great power of God. And the crowd paid close attention to him, because for a long time he had amazed them by his magic. But after they believed Philip, who was proclaiming the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they began to be baptized, both men and women. Even Simon believed them and was baptized, and he stayed with Philip constantly. And when he saw the signs and great miracles, he was amazed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. They went down and prayed for them that they would receive the Holy Spirit, for the Spirit had not come upon any of them, having only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they placed their hands upon them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given by the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, "'Give me this power, so that whomsoever I lay my hands upon will receive the Holy Spirit.' Peter responded to him, May your money go with you to damnation, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this word, for your heart is not right before God. Therefore repent of this wickedness, and pray to the Lord that he may forgive you of the desire of your heart. I see that you are extremely envious, and are bound to unrighteousness. But Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me, that nothing of what you have said will come upon me? After they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, declaring the word in many villages of the Samaritans. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Get up, and travel south on the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a deserted road. He arose and departed. He met an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians who was in charge of her entire treasury. He came to Jerusalem to worship, and he was returning and sitting in his chariot, reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go and meet his chariot. Philip ran and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet. So he asked, Do you understand what you are reading? He replied, How can I, unless someone guides me? So he invited Philip to come up and sit beside him. The passage of Scripture that he was reading was this Like a sheep to the slaughter he was led, and like a lamb before the shearer is silent, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his posterity? For his life is taken from the earth. Then the eunuch responded to Philip I pray, tell me about whom does the prophet say this? About himself or about someone else? Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this scripture, he declared to him the good news about Jesus. As they went along the road, they came upon some water, and the eunuch said, Look, some water! What prevents me from being baptized? He ordered the chariot to stop, and both went down in the water, Philip and the eunuch, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord took Philip away, and the eunuch no longer saw him. But he went on the way, rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotas, and while he was traveling, he declared the good news to all the towns, until he came to Caesarea. And now Acts chapter 9. But Saul was still breathing out threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. And he went to the high priest, and asked him for letters to the Damascus synagogues, so that if he found any who were of the way, men or women, he would bring them to Jerusalem as prisoners. While he went, as he drew near to Damascus, a light from heaven suddenly shone around him, and he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He replied, Who are you, Lord? He answered, I am Jesus, whom you persecute. But arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you should do. The men who were traveling with him stood there, speechless, listening to the voice, but not seeing anything. Saul arose from the ground, and although his eyes were open, he saw nothing. They led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. And he spent three days without seeing, and he did not eat or drink. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias? And he replied, Behold, I am here, Lord. The Lord said to him, Arise, and go to the street called Straight, and in Judas's house look for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and placing his hands upon him in order that he may see again. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how he has done many evils to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has authority here from the chief priests to arrest all those who call on your name. The Lord replied to him, Go, because he is a chosen instrument for me to bear my name among the Gentiles, kings, and the people of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Ananias went and came to the house and laid his hands upon him and said, Brother Saul, The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the way as you came here, sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And right away, like scales falling from his eyes, he saw again, and he arose and was baptized, and he took some food and was strengthened. He was with the disciples in Damascus for several days, and immediately he declared Jesus in in the synagogues, saying, He is the Son of God. All who heard him were amazed and said, Is this not the man who destroyed those who call on this name at Jerusalem, and who came here to bring them bound to the chief priests? But Saul grew stronger and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus, proving that Jesus is the Christ. When some days had passed, the Jews planned to kill him, but the plan was known to Saul, and they watched the gate day and night so that they could kill him. And the disciples took him at night, and led him down through an opening in the wall in a basket. When he arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to join with the disciples, but they all feared him, and they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him, and led him to the apostles, and he described to them how he saw the Lord on the way, and what the Lord told him, and how in Damascus he taught boldly in the name of Jesus. And he went in and out with them in Jerusalem, and taught boldly in the name of the Lord. He was speaking and debating with the Hellenists, but they were trying to kill him. When the brothers knew about this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him to Tarsus. Then all the churches in Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and grew, walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and the church multiplied. And it came to pass that Peter traveled from place to place among them all, and he also went down to the saints who lived in Lydda, He found there a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years and who was paralyzed. Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Arise and make your bed. And he immediately got up. All those living in Lydda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which means Dorcas. She was continually doing good works and caring for the poor, It happened in those days that she grew ill and died. After washing her body, they placed it in an upstairs room. Because Joppa is near Lydda, the disciples heard that Peter was there, so they sent two men to him and asked him, Please, come to us without delay. So Peter arose and went with them. And when he arrived, they led him to the upstairs room. All the widows stood by Peter and, while weeping, "'showed him the tunics and other articles of clothing "'that Dorcas made while she was with them. "'But Peter sent them all outside and knelt and prayed "'and turned toward her body and said, "'Tabitha, arise!' "'She opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. "'He gave her his hand and raised her, "'and then he called the saints and widows "'and presented her alive.' This was known throughout all of Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. So Peter stayed in Joppa many days with Simon, the tanner. That ends our reading of Acts chapter 9 and the end of our reading for the week. We'll see you next week.